Satnam, Satnam, beautiful goddesses. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement podcast. Welcome to the first episode of 2022. What an exciting time to be alive. I am Jatira Jukwar. Welcome and thank you so much for being here. So today on the very first podcast of 2022's year, this new chapter of our lives, I wanted to take the time to talk about why weight loss resolutions simply just do not work and also provide an energy update for the entire year on what to expect cosmically, psychologically, spiritually, and of course, within the astros. So welcome and thank you all so, so much for being here. Sadnam, good morning, beautiful goddesses. I am Jatira Jukar and I help women entrepreneurs just like you reclaim their sovereignty, body, mind, and spirit through my SWC method of Kundalini yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy. All of this to reach their own level of self-mastery in all areas of their life. And this is our movement of beautiful goddesses just like you also taking their sovereignty back. Satnam and welcome. It is so fun and exciting to finally be back. Last week, I ended up taking a break from recording podcast episodes because too much was going on. I had back to back parties at my house. I think I had people over like almost every day for like two, three days straight. And I also just had so much work to do. I actually did not take the time off like a lot of people did, but I had a lot of reflection to do. And I had a lot of uh, systems and updating of my systems that I had to do. And it was actually pretty deep. And uh, through it though, I got a lot of clarity. And I feel really prepared and in alignment with all that 2022 is here to bring us. And I hope that you're also feeling the same way because uh, this year offers us so much opportunity, so much opportunity for expansion, for our opportunity for abundance and prosperity, opportunity for alchemy. Because like I was sharing this morning with the beautiful goddesses of my community, Satori Wellness and Spirituality, in our sadhana this morning, this year of 2022 is going to be the transitionary year to what 2023 will bring forth, which is a whole new way we experience life. And I tell you this because astrology is the most ancient science ever, ever existing to mankind. And throughout the world, it's been used to understand ourselves in this universe and as a human being, but also to prepare because it's not like it's set in stone, like where a psychic will give you a reading and then here it is. First of all, everything is based on your specific chart because it's kind of cool how you were born on a specific date and you on that specific date, the planets were aligned in a specific way. Well, in that manner, that is the way we relate to the cosmos and how we can use astrology as a science to understand ourselves better and to also prepare for what the big shifts of consciousness that are happening because that's what our ancestors really used astrology for as well. And they foretold about these times. This is not something that's new. In fact, this is a 26,000 year cycle that we're closing out of. It's something that has happened before. Has it happened the same way? No. Yet it is happening in a way for us to really let go of an old self and, and let that old pattern of competition, of separation, of feeling not worthy, completely die so that the rebirth can happen this year of 2022 because the vision that I kept getting was just the butterfly 
leaving the cocoon. The butterfly actually birthing with her wings and using this year of 2022 as a transitionary period for when 2023 comes around, you're pretty much, your nervous system is prepared for all the changes that are going to be happening. So before we get into today's podcast about why resolutions like weight loss don't work and what you could be doing instead to honor the body and to honor your experience in this body, let's talk a little bit first about the cosmos and about the astros and about the key events you should be looking out for in 2022 that can help you navigate these really fast changing times. So first and foremost, and I love, uh, like I said, because astrology paints such a beautiful picture. I love the way uh, for me, the vision of 2022 is definitely of the, of the great mystic. And the great mystic is, what I mean by that is one that is connected to an inner voice, to the divinity within, to God. We all have that, that, that uh, voice. We just, some of us can hear it a little bit louder than others, and some of us listen to it more. And if you don't believe in God or any spiritual tradition, it basically is your highest consciousness, that voice that keeps you in gratitude or in uh, states of faith. Uh, states of uh, neutrality that's what the that voice that i'm referring to and the reason that this is going to be a, a great year or a year of uh, expansion with this voice or with this guidance is because inevitably the age of aquarius that we're walking into the golden age of consciousness what the math um Astics and the Mayans talked about the sixth sun, which started since last year, actually, in the great eclipse in May. What we're all upon is basically awakening, spiritual awakening in a form where we are realizing that God is within us and that through that power, not only can we heal, but we can transform our lives. And not only that, but create amazing lives, right? But for that, we have to learn to reprogram ourselves and to take our, our sovereignty back in all areas of our life, body, mind, and spirit. And the thing with this year is that it offers us an opportunity to do that because there are really rare things happening that haven't happened in a long time. Like, for example, what we're all experiencing right now, which is this Jupiter in Pisces transit that only happens every 12 years. And the planet Jupiter everything it touches, it expands. It's a pro it is the planet of opportunity, of abundance and prosperity. And so when it's in Pisces, it actually expands the aspects of Pisces, which Pisces represents the spiritual and mystical, the connection with divinity, the esoteric. The problem with that is that if you're someone that is not doing the inner work and creating the intimate relationship with yourself through meditation, this energy can be very overwhelming and it can feel very, uh, almost create fear and anxiety. And many people, that's why we live, we're living in times of extremes where you're going to be in experiencing the high frequency side of this energy, which is opportunity, abundance, prosperity, expansion of your uh, spiritual powers, of your intuition. Oh my gosh, intuition is going to be on a whole other level. If you're not feeling it already. Or you're going to be feeling the low frequency and uh, uh, vibration of this energy, which is the escapism, 
and the running away to drugs and to things that keep us away from this 3D reality, the overwhelmment, right? The anxiety, the uh, <clears throat> even feeling of depression because of not listening to that voice or ignoring it or running away from it, right? And, and no, because ultimately we all know what our, the truth is and we all know what is gonna help us elevate our consciousness, which is what is gonna basically downgrade it or, or downgrade our body. And we just choose to make these choices through the untrained mind. And Jupiter in Pisces kind of expands on that awareness and lets you see that and, and gives you the ability of free will to make these choices. But overall, this, this uh, transit is like super positive and it can help you really co-create a lot of, a lot of different uh, opportunities and manifest a lot of uh, prosperity, which only gets even empowered because what, what's going to happen this year is that Jupiter is going to stay in Pisces until like May. And then it's going to leave for a few months to Aries, which is another sign altogether. And then it's going to come back to Pisces at the end of the year. But what's really cool about this transit is that in April, this is, I mark my words, April is going to be one of the most important months of your entire 2022, April and February. And I'll talk about February in a moment, but April, what's happening, it hasn't happened for more than 165 years. And this has to do, again, with the energy of Jupiter and expansion. And what's going to happen is that Jupiter is going to be in this transit with the planet Neptune. And the planet Neptune, again, is very much spiritual, very esoteric, very much about going within. And when it, and when it actually, it's, it goes into Neptune every 14 years, but how it's going to sit in the transit with Pisces hasn't happened since like 1856, so 165 year cycle. And the last time that this happened, I was listening to this astrologer. She was talking about how, because Pisces is a water sign, during the last time that this happened, there was a lot of flooding. There was a lot of water. And so we need to really become conscious of what happens in the outer external world about flooding and things of that nature, mother nature herself, but within emotions, very emotional, very psychic, very much the ability to uh, really hear that intuition and to follow through uh, with that. And from that guidance, hopefully, you know, if you're in these high five frequency vibrations of gratitude, you're practicing more stillness, then what's going to happen is you're going to receive some major downloads on what you need to create as a business, where you need to move in a relationship, or what you need to do next in your life. So it's a really important time to go within and to listen to that voice so that you can start to take action upon that guidance, right? Also your dreams, your dreams are going to get, if they're not already really prophetic, really enlightening, you're going to remember them a lot more. So having a dream journal and keeping that next to you is so important because you can sit and write them. You know, I always say, if you remember your dreams the next day, it wasn't a dream. It was actually a message. And that message is trying to come through to you loud. Now, interpretation of your dream is very, very important. And there's many books out there that can help you. But more importantly, you are your own, your best uh, psychoanalyst to sit with those awareness and to really dissect what these images actually mean for you. But this is going to be heightened, especially as we move into April, 
where this event is going to happen that hasn't happened since 1856. And that will absolutely open us up into more of this spiritual connection and more of listening to that source within and that guidance that's always been with us. But that now that we're moving and evolving to becoming more sensory beings, because that's what's happening. See, what's happening is that we consume more information in one day than all of and our ancestors consumed in their entire lifetime only 100 years ago. So we are stimulated from left to right through the phone, through the people we interact, right? And because of that, we are becoming sensory beings, empathic, we're empathetic. We actually uh, empaths where we feel emotion and that's gonna only uh, become more and more heightened. So it's really important for you to understand energy, to understand yourself as energy and to understand what tools are available for you out there like meditation, like Kundalini Yoga, which is a technology of, of energy that will help you through these very uh, life-changing transits, transitions of the human race. Cause we're, we're evolving faster than you can ever imagine. And with, with the cosmos is showing astrology, as well as what our ancestors have foretold by the end of this year, you mark my words in December, there will be a very huge revelation that will be released to us as it relates to some kind of technology. And this technology that they're going to basically allow the human race to start using is going to completely change the way we coexist with time and the way we even coexist with each other. So that's, that's like a given. So be ready in your nervous system, learn how to process emotions, learn how to self-regulate emotions, learn how to process all the information so that your nervous system doesn't crash on you, which is everyone suffers from cold depression right now. It's the number one leading cause of mental health issues. Cold depression is basically you're consuming too much information. You're not giving the uh, brain oxygen. So guess what? Like a computer system, it crashes, completely crashes. And then you feel high levels of anxiety, numbness. Uh, You feel basically disconnected from this entire planet. And that's why I keep saying logical mind is not going to take you anywhere in this new age of consciousness it's you have to have emotional intelligence you have to have a strong nervous system and you have to learn how to self-regulate those emotions before they kick your butt which we're going to talk about as we talk about the body in a little bit so uh as you can see that jupiter's playing a big role this entire year of 2022 and the key dates to be looking out for is right now through May, as well as um, in April again, when this Jupiter-Neptune transit happens that hasn't happened for 150 or 65 years. And the next thing that we really need to look out for, especially in the United States of America, that I believe and I know will completely change our government, it will completely change the way we, um, how we use money, money in general. And it's been building up for a few years already. But in February of 2022, which is next month, ladies, we have what is known as a Pluto return for the United States of America. And Pluto returns only happen every 225 years. So you and I don't even go through these things because unless you're gonna live to be 225 years old, you don't experience it. So corporations experience it, uh, uh, governments experience it. The last time, for example, when the great collapse of the of the uh, empire, the um, I'm trying it's on the tip of my uh, tip of my tongue, but the Roman Empire. There we go. So when the Roman Empire collapsed, it was going through its Pluto return. Big 
changes and shifts of consciousness happen. And the thing is, is that Pluto has been in this dance with Capricorn and Capricorn is all about government, how you govern yourself, how the government governs people. It's about rules and regulations. And when Pluto comes and does this return, it destroys, it completely destroys. It destroys the government. It destroys how we relate with each other. It destroys the systems of the government like money and prosperity and things of that nature. And it's not going to be an overnight event, but you're going to start to see the inkling awareness of that in a big way in February. And it's going to only level up and really maximize itself by next year, 2023. That's what I was saying. This is a transitionary period that just takes us into some major changes in 2023. And so you're going to start seeing a lot of revelations, also a lot of truths come out. A lot of things, you're already seeing it with the Epstein's case, you know, with the sexual abuse of women. You're seeing so many people of power come into the light as it relates to them abusing, uh, whether it was sexual abuse or any other type of abuse. All of these things, corruption, all of these things are going to come to the light at an even bigger level. So again, civil unrest, we need to be prepared for those that basically are going to be so shocked with everything that's going to be revealed that will go to the streets and protest and things of that nature. So it can be a year of a lot of just awareness around what really was happening behind the doors because Pluto is of the, of the dark shadows. Pluto goes in and pulls them all out and brings them to the light so that they can be alchemized. So that's another big thing that's happening in February that is building up. And you're going to start to see the separation of humanity of those that, because this is not the first time this has happened, you know, 13,000 years ago, we were going through the same thing we're going through right now. Basically humanity split into two where there was one set of human beings that believed that artificial intelligence and technology outside of them was the way that was the answer that was the power versus the other race Lemuria who believed that the most powerful technology you could ever have access to was inside and that is the truth the Vedic sciences prove this the Aztecs and the Mayans going within and activating heart coherence in conjunction with mind control there is your iPhone can't even compare to what can happen when you do that and, and the races couldn't come into an agreement. And because they couldn't come into an agreement, they went into war. And when they went into war, Mother Earth responded. And there was great flooding. There was an apocalypse, basically. But remember, in this time and age, the great war and the apocalypse is happening in the mind. And the floods that we're talking about is the floods of emotion. That's what cold depression is. Basically, you not learning how to self-regulate your emotions through meditation, through the inner work. And that flood is over, basically flooding the consciousness of human beings. So we're going through the same thing. We're repeating the same cycles of 13,000 years ago, 200,000 years ago. This is not the first rodeo. And you have free will. You get to decide, you know, am I going to give away my power to an external world that's an illusion that's created through my inner world, my thoughts, feelings, and emotions, or am I going to finally go within and release the victim mentality and realize how fucking powerful I am too? Because that's the whole thing. They want to keep us in this trance of fear so we don't realize how truly powerful we are. So this year will be transitionary. It will prove 
for those who are ready to step up and to step in will prove to be an incredible year of prosperity and abundance and versus those that are continuing to victimize themselves to point the finger out there to not deal with the subconscious mind then they're going to continue to really feel the pressures of these times and they're going to continue to create the same experiences over and over and over again because ultimately this is a matrix you got to learn to break free from and the way you do that is by the liberation of the mind which takes us to the next subject matter, which has a lot to do with the physical body, which this entire month, I want to focus on talking about the body. You know, one of the biggest realizations that I had during this last two weeks of rebirthing myself was that, yes, we work with a lot of different problems in this human existence. And even through the academy, finding the right words to describe the work we do has been kind of challenging and difficult because there's so many challenges that we deal with, especially as women. We're talking about relationship problems, inner child wounds, problems with relationship with our mothers, with our fathers, you know, a trauma, abuse, physical, sexual, uh, prosperity challenges. I mean, you name it, right? And the truth is, when you look at all of that, it all points to the same problem which is a problem of an unhealed, untrained mind. Because ultimately, healing only happens at the level of the mind. The body only does what the, what the mind tells it to do. Vice versa, you know, the, the mind needs to be trained so that it can learn to direct the body. And so when you talk about, you know, one of the things I want to talk about is so many women especially get on this, this crazy uh, diet and especially when it comes to new year's like well you know i'm gonna just gonna do this resolution that i'm not gonna eat carbs or i'm not gonna eat this or i'm not gonna do all of these things right when the truth is is that if we don't deal with the mind then not only are you gonna do it again but it's only gonna come back with a vengeance and that's one of the things you know this entire month this week i'm actually going back to kundalini yoga therapist certification training. And I love my teachers because they are uh, doctors, they're therapists, they are Harvard yoga scientists, yoga research or Harvard uh, research scientists that are also yoga therapists. And one of these therapists was talking about how we basically are a society that has created a epidemic of uh, really bad diseases all stemming from the fact that Western medicine does not address the root cause and only check on only band-aid symptoms. And that also all stem from lifestyle decisions. That we don't want to really say the truth and realize that what we are eating, what who we hang out with, not processing emotions is what is really causing the lack of exercise and the lack of meditation is what is causing all of these bigger diseases, right? And so then we go to the doctor and we say, I am feeling all of these different things. And the doctor says, well, let me give you a pill for anxiety. Let me give you a pill for depression or even take a weight loss pill. Or you go talk to uh, somebody and they're like, oh, we'll get on a diet. And we're still not addressing the root cause of why our body feels overweight or why we feel heavy or why we are not making the right choices about the foods that we put in our in, in our system, right? Which ultimately goes back to the mind. And so we want to create these lifestyles of depri deprivation. 
because we already go in with lack mentality thinking if I stop myself from eating this, which I think is what's causing the problem, then I'm going to basically lose the weight. When right away you're setting yourself up for failure because you're not addressing what is the reason that is causing you to actually go and grab that piece of food go and grab that, whatever it is that you're grabbing, because all of us have our own vice, you know, some of us, it's food, some of us, it's alcohol, some of us, it's drugs, whatever that is. And you can't really judge what is better or what's worse. But when it comes to food, I think a lot of us can really just kind of sugarcoat it and not really address what really is happening within. And so we never, ever want to, first of all, the first thing that needs to happen is the acceptance, right, of where you're at and especially of your body. Because one of the things that's really important for us to understand is that we are souls having this human incarnation, right? And so we're having this human incarnation, but you're a soul that incarnated with already a lot of samskaras. Samskaras are basically, it's your DNA. And this DNA takes shape and form based on the thoughts, feelings, and experiences you had in past lifetimes or your ancestors had that they couldn't process. So one of the things that was so cool that I learned in Kundalini Yoga Therapy training was that our body shape is already even predispositioned before you even physically embark on this incarnated journey. So that's number one. Number two, is that we have tools to basically use the body for what it is here to be used. A temple of consciousness and how many of us abuse the body. And we're going to, I'm going to do a whole episode about the abuse of the body sexually, right? Who we allow ourselves to actually share our temple with. Number two, creating a safe space in the temple for your consciousness, right? Which is your mind where you can find a sanctuary house where the external world can be burning around you, but you yourself are in your satnam, in sovereignty, knowing who you are, right? So creating that temple and that safe space. And then number three is realizing that the body is a communication device with God herself. That's what the great ancestors always knew and practiced. This is why they practiced Kriya Yoga. Kundalini yoga is a type of Kriya yoga. There's not a lot of Kriya yogas out there, but Kriya means doing a specific thing with your body, with your breath, with your sound frequency to get a specific result. So it's a science of energy. So you were given these recipes, these Kriyas that yogis basically discovered in by sitting through meditation for hundreds of years, right? They did the hard work for us and then they gave us the science and the recipes for householders like you and I to integrate these sciences so that we can alchemize the body and use the body as a communication device with God, because that's the reason you can't hear God. Remember I was telling you that this year is a year of the mystic, that this year is where God is speaking louder. And the more that you can be in your body, which a lot of us are not in your, on our body because our body is basically trapped with emotions of trauma because trauma literally gets trapped in your body and then turns into a disease. In our chakra system, it's the, it basically in, it creates an imbalance where the system is not processing energy. 
And so what happens is when it's not processing the energy is that it actually starts to become clogged in the system. And so when we're clogged in the system energetically, that just means we're not processing these emotions, right? Which means, of course, you're not going to be able to hear the voice of God or your intuition or your truth. Of course, you're not going to be able to be in neutrality. Yes, of course, you're going to run away from the body and try to numb it. Of course, you're going to torture it and deprive it of certain things because you think that that's what's causing the imbalance. Of course. Yet, if we take the other approach and we realize that the body is a communication device, we are not the body. We are a soul that is was given this this body as a communication device and as a tool for traveling within this time and space. Cause that's really what it is. I mean, we're time travelers. Think about it. You can think about the past. You're traveling in time. And if you think about the future, you're traveling in time. It's not that esoteric new agey. It's the truth. Cause you can allow the consciousness to do that. But ultimately what we can do with these great sciences is we can alchemize the body to the point where we release trauma from the body. We balance out our energetic zones, our our chakra centers, and we are in balance energetically so that we can have a communication with the divinity and we can have a stable nervous system, which allows us to make better decisions about what we put in our system. Because here's the thing, what I tell women all the time, it's not like when you practice meditation or you practice Kundalini yoga, you're being asked or spiritual psychotherapy, like you're being asked to change your life. Like all of a sudden you, oh, have to now not eat meat or not drink alcohol, or, you know, you can't go hang out at the club anymore, or you can't do your drugs or whatever it is that you do. Right. Absolutely not. It never is there like a prerequisite or their dogmas or, you know, I wear white and I cover my head because of the experience of it, not because someone told me to do it. Right. And I know what happens also energetically, but ultimately what happens is when you do the inner work and you start to go within and you start to create an intimate relationship with yourself, you start to become self-aware. And the only pathway to self-mastery, which means if you want to master your mind, body, and spirit, the only way to do that is through self-awareness. It's not that difficult. It really isn't. If you are not self-aware of your triggers, of your traumas, of whatever challenges or whatever blockages are happening within your energetic system, then how are you going to change them? If you're not aware of what you are projecting out into the world and someone has to tell you that you come off really, really angry, then how are you going to change it? And ultimately, what I'm talking about with change is learning to accept because healing is accepting. It's not changing. And that's only done through self-awareness. But most people are extremely afraid to be self-aware. That's where the big veil is opening, right? And so as we start to become self-aware of what the real pain is, we start to make better choices about how we honor the body, how we realize we're not the body, right? And we create a temple, which is a safe space in the mind. And then also we integrate amazing tools like the technology of Kundalini meditation to alchemize it, to change its frequency, to change its thoughts, feelings, and emotions, to change the DNA, to change the samskaras that were given to us from the uh, 
past lives and from our ancestors so that we can ultimately be in synchronicity energetically and align with our destiny and ultimately use the body to create amazing things in this life because that's really what we're here to to incarnate right it's it's supposed to be joyful it's supposed to be creative if it's not creative for you right now then you're not directing energy in an upstream or in a way where it's leading up to upstream emotions either you're controlling the mind and you're using these emotions because even anger anger is like an amazing metabolism tool anger the problem with anger is if you don't feel it if you reject it and you pretend it's not there, you know, you were told not to be angry as a young girl. But if you allow yourself in sadhana, this is why every morning I have an appointment with, my, with myself in meditation. And if there's anger there and you allow it to basically be there and you get curious about it, then what is it doing? It's actually burning away calories. It's actually scientifically proven that anger, just as much as other emotions can help you, they can actually burn calories. It's when we don't allow ourselves to feel it that it, we carry the energetic weight of it because we're suppressing the emotions, right? And then we don't make the right decisions about what we put in our body because we're stressed out and we're angry because we're not allowing ourselves to feel. So of course, then we're going to make decisions about low-frequency foods. It's a cycle. It's a horrible cycle that you just find yourself in over and over again when all we had to do was deal with the mind. So the resolutions as it relates to weight loss will never work if we don't actually deal with the lifestyle change. If we don't actually deal with the mind that is creating these experiences of choosing these low frequency foods. And that's why it's so important to be able to have a community or a space where you can actually integrate the discipline to keep you going beyond what I call the 40 day mark that actually starts to change your brain, that actually starts to change the patterns of the thought systems that are creating basically your not, your broken relationship with your vessel, with your body, not honoring it, not seeing it and accepting it as it is. And then second, of course, putting yourself through these crazy diets or these crazy situations where you're not addressing the mind that can ultimately help you release yourself from it. So as you can see, it's not that difficult, yet it is something that we must all learn to actually go through. And that's exactly what we teach inside of the academy. So if it's something that you're interested in, if you're looking to actually find your way into sovereignty and reclaiming this level of sovereignty and self-mastery in all areas of your life, I'm talking about body, mind, and spirit, then check out the link in my bio. I actually uh, was working very diligently in the last two weeks of updating all of my systems like I was sh sharing with you all. And I updated the, the page in itself to give you a, a better and more thorough idea of what the academy entails, what it includes, who it's for and who it's not for. Uh, this is an academy, like I said, that once you graduate, because it's a 120-day uh term that you have to finish the eight modules, which include psychotherapy work, as well as Kundalini yoga work within each week, as well as a weekly coaching call to support you in the, in the program, you have 120 days to finish it. But as long as you finish the actual program in 120 days, which is more than enough time, then you're still welcome to stay as part of our community. Because one of the things that you get as our, uh, being a member of the Academy is a daily meditation space, a daily sadhana space, so that you can really integrate the discipline that's needed to start making some transformative changes in your life. And I will say, like I've, I've shared with you, and I actually just got an email 
this morning from one of the academy uh, members with some really great questions for our call tonight. But you know, she was talking to me about what many of the women share with me as they begin their journey in the in the academy. And this is why we do an application process as well as I have a call with you. And the and the reason that is is because it's not easy work. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna tell you that it's love and light and you know you basically walk around singing kumbaya because it really is not that. It really uh, forces you to go within and to what I described to her because she was telling me how um, the first three weeks or the first two weeks were like a honeymoon and everything was flowing. And then the third week, it's like everything started to come out as it relates to the subconscious mind and what it was hiding. And I told her, you know, like that's normal and we have to kind of see it as you know you're going into the subconscious mind right and then think about it think of it as like a hotel with a lot of different rooms your subconscious mind and unless you integrate work like the work that we're doing you there's many rooms that you haven't gone into for a very long time there's many rooms that you've blocked up with barriers that have been come so painful in your experience that they have become imprints in your dna or they've become imprints in the body that you have not accessed for a long time. So once you start to access these rooms in the subconscious, it gets very difficult before it gets easy. And it starts to really make you wonder and start to question yourself in very big ways. So as much as uh, she was struggling through it, I told her it's normal. Uh, It's normal for you to feel the way you're feeling. It's really learning how to like move through it and knowing that you have the support, not only of myself, but of other beautiful women who have gone through the same experience as you. Because let me tell you, when I began my healing journey, and especially when I started, when I included or integrated Kundalini Yoga as as part of my therapy, oh, my life completely like went upside down before I started to even see and glean awareness of the shifts that were happening. And now looking back, oh my God, I'm so grateful for all of that that happened, that I judged as what was going wrong when in fact it was all going right. So I know and I've experienced it and I know the women in my academy, I know they're here right now. I know they know what I'm talking about. (laughs) about, It is not about all love and light for sure. But let me tell you, when you cross that threshold and especially that 40 day threshold where the brain physically starts to change and you start to really sense a difference within the system and the body. Cause remember we're talking about a lot of diseases having to do with the lifestyle that we live, right? That's when you start to cross that threshold or, and you also see other women that have healed from really big subconscious programs that they were trying to overcome for a long time. It gives you hope and it gives you faith. And it allows you to move forward, even though it gets very difficult at times. So I'm definitely not trying to sugarcoat it and tell you that this is easy work. What I will tell you is that the work will give you the results and the results are self-mastery, body, mind, and spirit. And your results are definitely equivalent to how much you show up for yourself. And I don't think any of us can say it's easy, but I can definitely tell you that we would all agree that it's worth it. And that's what we need, especially in a time where things are changing so quickly. So join us if you're interested by checking out that link, applying for the Academy, and then we'll do a call to make sure you're on the same page and that you know what's expected and really what the Academy entails, because ultimately uh, expectations are nothing and really how you perceive it and what you do with it is what's going to help you move through it. 
So check out that link. And uh, for the Sovereign Woman show, just wanted to let you know as well that uh, I will be going live on Mondays and Wednesdays now at noon. Uh, definitely trying to be 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's my intention and complete goal. So join me now every Monday and Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm sorry, at 12 p.m. There's a new um, cover art that uh, was created for me from this really amazing artist um, last week. So I'm sharing that on my stories. Go check it out. And also, if you're streaming in the podcast uh, anywhere for like Apple or Spotify, you'll see the new art and there's a new introduction as well. So we're revamping. I'm really excited to bring forth a lot of guests. You know, like I said, I'd be, I'll be back in Kundalini Yoga therapy training this entire year. And one of the, uh, a lot of the guests that I'll be bringing on the show are practicing therapists, practicing doctors, practicing uh, research scientists that are going to be sharing with you more about this technology as well as self-healing and and what the current uh, medicinal system is really weak at, which is addressing the real root causes of why we become ill and why we truly are uh, not evolving fast enough as it relates to healing. So super excited for that. So look out for the guests as they start this month and you can check out the stories or follow us on the at Sovereign Woman Movement to get more updates on that. Um, getting more help with that as well too. Thank you. No, thank you so much. I'm so excited and pumped because um, I really think also a lot of people, I'm incredibly spiritual, but also when you bring the science with it, which ultimately what is science is the demystification of of the spiritual, I really brings it down and I really uh, explains it for so many others that can understand it. And once you start to understand how your body functions, which we'll talk a lot about this entire month, you'll start to relate that spiritually as well. And you'll take your power back. You really will reclaim your sovereignty because you'll understand what's happening within. And remember, as above, so below. So ultimately, that's what we're all uh, here to master in this incarnation. I love it too, Sissy. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. So thank you all so much for being here. And like I said, I'll see you all again on Wednesday uh, for another rendition of the Sovereign Women Show podcast episode. We'll be continuing the discussion on Wednesday about the body. So join me then as well at 12 p.m. Thank you so much for being here, Diane, Nancy, Yolanda. Love you so much, Marissa. Sending you so much love, Maida. Love you, love you, love you, ladies. Thank you so much for being here. Wishing you all a blessed rest of your Monday. An amazing 2022 of guidance and intuition. And I'll see you all again soon.